Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Good Faith Idea Exchange. For today's episode, I am sitting down again with Emily May. And this time, we're going to be talking about travel and writing and business. This time, we'll be talking a lot more about conquering your fears and growing, um, growing as a person through travel, through your experiences. And Emily is going to give some some good advice for anyone uh, new to the industry, um, any new writers out there, um, someone looking to get published. Emily's going to have some great advice uh, for you. So, um, yeah, let's jump right into it. I also wanted to uh, bring up something else. Uh, back on the first season of this show, uh, I interviewed a young woman named Tatum Skipper. And Tatum talked about fighting and overcoming fears with travel. She did a lot of traveling and... Um, you know, she runs um, a service called bon, bon Voyage Babes, which, you know, kind of outlines a lot of travel, a lot of travel stuff. And um, I know you've done a lot of traveling yourself. Um, as far as fighting and overcoming our fears with travel, would you say that there's some truth to this? And can we better ourselves or even overcome some of our fears with travel? It's a huge topic, especially for women. Um, and if you're traveling solo a lot, I actually wrote an article about this in Sun Valley magazine and it was titled table for one. And it was like 10 things for women interested in traveling. Um, I think a big thing for people that enjoy traveling is I would get asked often, you know, why do you travel alone? And I'm like, well, how many people do you know are just are going to up and go to Tanzania in two months? If, if I, I if I meet those people, sure, sometimes I would find people in my travels, but it's not a lifestyle that a lot of people mirror. And right. I think the biggest thing, if, if you're interested in travel, is just to be smart about it and to research where you're going and not like, we don't know how long we're going to be here. And there's so many beautiful things in the world. And I think that people that live small lives or not small lives, but they just live in a smaller area, you know, like they're don't go outside their, what they know. It can allow fear to keep them there because they don't know what is out in the world. Right. But if you actually take the step out, there was a lot of fear for me going to South Africa. But if you take that step and you meet these wonderful people and you get to discover a different side of humanity, that isn't displayed on the news. So I think the more that a person travels, the more that they will, their fear will lessen. They will learn to trust themselves. Um, It's a wonderful thing to boost independence and feeling like you could do things on your own to trust your intuition. Like don't go places that you don't feel good about. And I think that there's also just, I've learned to really trust people in my travels. And when I tell other people the stories, they're 
not so supportive of it. And they're like, can't believe that you trusted that person to go there or trusted this person to help you in this circumstance. And it's just, it's just like, you gotta believe that there's good people out there because there really are like the world is really a beautiful place. If you are open to seeing it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm pretty sure Tatum uh, got married a little while back and um, she still uh, traveled on her own sometimes. Um, I know she talked a little bit about traveling alone herself and um, I, cause I mean, I myself have traveled alone um, a couple of times and you know, it's, it's definitely, um, I don't know, there's, there's just a different sort of feel to it when you're on your own and, you know, and I guess in one way it could be scary, but in other ways it feels you know, in a way you feel more alive than, you know, you really have in so many other, so many other situations, so many other aspects of your life. Like, you know, you're not necessarily going to feel some of those same feelings that you're going to feel going to a new place that maybe you've never been before on your own that, you know, as you would just going out to eat with some friends at a local bar or something, you know? It's invigorating. It's, and I, I stay within my little bubble when I'm here in Minnesota, but when I'm in Greece, I just meet random people at these cafes and it's wonderful. And then I meet this person traveling from Scotland and then another person from the Netherlands. And we decide to go to this Island together and then they go their way and I go my way and I meet some other realtor from DC, like there's just this whole, you just open yourself up to so many more opportunities and connections and experiences that I just think realistically people don't live out when they're just in their own routines of their daily lives where they live. You know, I will tell you this real quick. Um, many, many years ago, I went to Vegas and, um, I went to Vegas with uh, my old boss, actually, from many, many years ago. It was mainly a business trip, business slash a little bit of fun. Like on the on the second at the second point of that trip, like the last couple of days in that trip, I got to be on my own almost all of both of those days, and that was probably the the part. Those are probably the parts that I remember the most from back mm-hmm. then, because this was like 2007, and mm-hmm. um, I just remember just getting lost and just uh, meeting a couple of random people and, you know, just walking up, you know, kind of meeting some random people on the street and, you know, getting into some random conversations. And I remember I met this girl at, uh, at a merchandise store and um, we ended up talking and she was, her mom was this big PR agent and knew all these different celebrities. You know, she's telling me stories about, you know, Mike Tyson and she mm. herself, she had gone to like um, a party with Ray J like uh, a couple of weeks before that and everything. She's telling me stories from the party and all this. And I'm just like, oh, wow. Like I would never have, you know, had this sort of experience if I were in my little bubble. You know? Yeah. It has messed me up a little bit though. I will say because um, I don't travel with others very well now gotcha. <laughs> because 
I, here's how I see it. Like if you travel with another person, it's, it's your experience with that other person. Like you two are going traveling together when it's just you, it's like you're traveling with everyone else. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I crave those experiences. And of course I love people, you know, my friends and traveling with them too. But now the best situation is if you can travel with someone that's similar to yourself, like my best friend, Megan, she went, came to Greece with me and it wasn't just her and I's experience. It was, she met a random girl on the plane and mm-hmm. she hung out with us for a couple of days. And, and then we would meet these groups of people and spend a couple of days with them. And then we would kind of float from here to there. And that was awesome. Nice. Now, going back to writing, is there any advice that you have for an aspiring writer out there looking to break through and, you know, achieve some measure of success in the industry? Yes. Keep writing. It's such, it's a, it's a hard industry to be in because you don't, it's hard to make money being a writer. And if you really want to be a writer, you have to do it for the love of it. And you cannot do it for the recognition of it. It's good to have goals to be some big successful author or or well-known in the industry in any way. But the magic of being a writer is in the process of it and finding the fulfillment in just writing every single day. There was, I have worked at coffee shops and spent four or five, six hours after working at this coffee shop to write an article that I might get paid $30 for. And that was just because I loved it because I wanted to build, you know, myself as a writer and I wanted to make it my career. And so it wasn't wasted time to me. Like that's might sound insane to someone that you submit this article and you get paid $30 for it. But at the time it was just like, I just got paid $30 to do something that I love. Right. And I'm, it's all good. There you go. Very nice. Now, in all of your adventures, you know, that you've had so far in, in life, you know, traveling, experiencing new cultures, growing, growing as a person, like what stands out to you and, and why? The thing that stands out to me the most is choosing at 21 years old to leave college and get on a plane with a woman I met two months ago to go to South Africa. That was probably the the biggest, but also most authentic and just outrageous decision that I've ever made, but it was the best decision. That's really cool. That's really cool. I, I hope to have, well, I guess I have had some interesting travel experiences, but, uh, yeah, I hope to have, you know, quite a few more coming up and maybe maybe something quite, you know, even close to as spontaneous as as um some of these adventures that you've been on. Now, I now I know that giving back and helping others is important in your life. Can you tell me about a couple a couple places or experiences where you especially felt like you were making a difference? Um this one is is tough because I really wanted to devote my life to giving back and to helping others. And 
that happened after a very, a near death experience when I was 18 and I fell 70 feet out of a tree and shattered my entire body. And so going through the healing of that kind of made me just, I felt like life, I just viewed it differently from that point. And I felt like I'm such an empath and I feel things so intensely. I wanted to just like devote my life to like loving other people and like taking care of other people and doing everything that I can. But through that, you kind of have to like focus on just what's in front of you. I've learned, I guess. So I think the biggest thing or the most important thing in helping others is like even being in South Africa, right? I was there for eight months um, and it was devoted to working with this very poor community. Mm -hmm. And of course there's the at large, you know, working with this nonprofit, there's teaching English, there's teaching writing, but it was really like this, the personal connections like that were fostered that are actually the ones that make lasting impact instead of like these kind of like macro level ideas of helping this whole community. Like there's, I'm, you know, this young white chick from Northern Minnesota and it was just being with the kids individually and taking them to the ocean and like watching them be in water for the first time and like smiling and like throwing water. And like, there was one kid, he didn't really know English, but he would just say happy. He would say, Emily, happy. (laughs) And like, that's, that's, you know, that kid, if I could just like show him that little slice of joy, after like the trauma and like awful things that he had been through at his early age, I think it's just those small things that we can give to other people to just bring joy into their lives. Like it doesn't need to be, I felt like it needed to be this like big, huge concept. I have to start this nonprofit. I have to like change the world. And it's really just like loving the people that are in front of you on a human to human level. Honestly, I think that's something that we all need to remember. I think sometimes we're so desensitized to hearing about insert, you know, major celebrity from today, you know, so-and-so is, is throwing $300,000 toward charities that help, Mm -hmm. you know, this group of people or these groups of people, or, you know, this celebrity is giving $1.8 million towards these charities and all this. And, you know, you, you hear about these big, contributions like that but you know you really don't know what they're doing you know you really don't know how much that's really helping and what people it's really helping so i mean i sometimes i think we get lost in these huge um giving moments that we fail to see the the beauty and just how much it means to make a difference in one person's life to start mm-hmm. and um you know, how much, how important it is to have that connection and establish certain connections personally with other people, because I think that's what we're kind of lacking today. And the more it happens, I feel like we're losing little pieces of ourselves, little pieces of our humanity, you know, piece by piece. For sure. But anyway, um, stepping off of my little soapbox. um, (laughs) So are there any are there any other special initiatives underway um, on your end 
that you would like mentioned? Um, well, I, as a writer, there's always projects happening. Um, I'm publishing my first book this year, which is narrative nonfiction or memoir. And that's huge and terrifying at the same time. So I'm in the process of that right now, as well as I just, I recently published a journal for women that is called a life path journal. And it's just filled with like inspiring quotes and questions to really get at the heart of helping women discover what they desire for themselves. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, in this cult, in the time that I'm alive, I think my generation is really the first generation that women have even the ability to be able to ask themselves, what life do they want for themselves? Whereas I feel prior generations, it was just expected that you were going to get married and you were going to have kids and you, that was your life. And I think some women, that's all that they want. And that is their dream life. And that's beautiful, but that's not what every woman wants. And and maybe she wants that plus other things. And she still wants to have her own career. She still wants to be able to travel. She still wants to be independent in some ways. And so I, I have a friend who published journals and I thought it was so amazing. And I just had no idea how to do that. And so I started talking with her and she kind of gave me some starter points. And then I just YouTubed it a lot and just watched YouTube videos and I trial and error. And I ended up writing, designing and publishing my own journal for women. So that's like really cool um, to have out in the world right now. And, and then all my stuff is on my blog, you know, writer life with a Y cause why not? Okay. <laughs> um, so I put a lot of just things dealing with the heart and emotions and relationships and traveling. I like to be really authentic and honest, especially in our age of social media perfection that we can display this iconic idyllic life about ourselves and I don't think that that's anyone's real reality. And I heard a quote by Anne Lamott yesterday, and this has stuck with me. Uh, She said, don't compare somebody's outsides to your insides. And so that's really, you know, I think that that causes a lot of anxiety and issues for a lot of people, especially young women when they're looking such as myself. I've struggled with that a lot, you know entering my thirties and um, my life has looked nothing like my friends' lives who have got married in their early twenties. They have several kids now. They live in our hometown um, and still being able to have the confidence in myself to like make this different path. That's really, um, that's really awesome. I just want to put out there that um, you can find Emily's blog on writerlife.com that's writer life with a y not an i emily's magazine lake country journal you can find that at lakecountryjournal.com all one word all together and you can find the apparel company outfit my life at outfitmylife.com um that's outfit my life life with an i this time not a y <laughs> that's right <laughs> and um, just wanted to put that out there. But, um, 
you know, that's pretty much all I had for you, Emily. I want to thank you so much for sitting down with me today. Thank you so much, Tyrone, for having me. All right. And that just about does it for this episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed my interview with Emily May. That's pretty much all I have for today. So have a great day, everyone.